is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. Uh, you know, a while back, I asked for questions what things you were struggling with, what things you wanted answered when it comes to healthy eating and moderate eating and imperfect eating and just being consistent with food, having like a balanced, healthy, easy and peaceful relationship with food. And one of the questions that I got, I touched on it yesterday, uh, let, we're going to go into depth into it today, but it was like, is moderation even possible for me? Is it possible for everyone? Is it possible for anyone? And I totally, I get it. I get where this question is coming from because I did not think it was possible for me either. And especially if you have researched a lot of diets, if you have researched um, specifically diets that cut out food groups, things, uh, the ones like, like keto or whole 30, um, bright line eating low carb. Um, and even I've had clients that have gone to, um, food addicts anonymous. Um, and a lot of these really extreme, really restrictive eating plans, they do kind of come from this like addiction background. They compare food to alcohol. Um, and so sure, like if you're an alcoholic and you're, you know, you can't have alcohol, you cannot be moderate with alcohol. Um, they're, they kind of like, oh yeah, the same thing happens with food. Um, some people just cannot be moderate with food. Now, the problem that I kind of found when I was taking that approach of, oh, well, maybe I should, I should just never have cookies in the house. Um, I should just never get to eat pizza or donuts. When I was kind of taking that approach, it was like my list of foods that I wasn't allowed to have because I just didn't know how to eat moderately. And I, you know, thought I needed to abstain from it, from them. My list of foods kept growing and growing and growing. So first it started out as I, I felt like, no, I can't have cookies in the house. We just can't have cookies in the house. I can't even have like healthy version of cookies or paleo versions of cookies. I can't have black, black bean brownies in the house because I'm just going to eat it all. Right. So I had that list, um, nothing that was a cookie can't have that. And then it was like, oh, you know, I can't have pizza, the regular stuff, like the junk food, the regular processed stuff. But then it got to like even the healthy things like um, I can't have dried fruit in the house now. I can't have um, like healthy versions of chips. I can't have dates. Dates like I when I was trying to do Whole30 or I, paleo and I was training for a marathon and trying to be low carb, I was trying to be better about, cool, I'm not going to eat gels, but I'm going to have dried fruit. But then it was like that turned into a problem in itself. And it was like, I can't even have dried fruit in the house. So my list of foods that I wasn't allowed to have and that I was extremely afraid of, like it just kept getting longer and longer and longer. And then it was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, I can't trust myself around anything. Like how I'm going to have to be so restrictive and so careful about anywhere I go 
any, like, I won't be able to go to my parents' house ever again because there's going to be cookies there. I won't ever be able to travel or go on a road trip because there's always going to be some sort of food that I don't know. And I don't know the ingredients and maybe there's sugar in it. Oh my gosh. You know, if I, you know, have salad dressing and there's sugar in it, I'm going to click and be like, oh, now I need to, oh, because I've had this salad dressing that has had sugar. Um, I probably should go and eat a package of dates. And it's like, this is like, this is ridiculous. I also, at this time, um, I was nannying for a family and there was like a little girl who was probably like 11 years old, seeing my relationship with food and seeing me be really stressed out and be really restrictive and constantly checking ingredients and constantly coming up with rules and like, like saying terrible things about food and my body. And it was like, like, I got to this point where I was like, this is like, this is not okay. Like, this is very, very unhealthy. And to be modeling this in front of a little girl, this is not okay. Like I'm ruining her relationship with food and her relationship with her body. I like, I need to figure something out that I want for myself and that I would want for young females in my life. So I, I come back to that question a lot. Would you want this for a young female? Um, I don't have kids and we're not going to be having kids, but, you know, as someone who is a kindergarten teacher, a second grade teacher, um, and then a nanny for young females, it's like, and I have nieces, like I want to make sure that what I'm doing with food and with my body, how I, you know, my relationship with food, I want that to be something that I can talk openly about. And I wouldn't be afraid that someone would model after me and I would like ruin their relationship with food. Like, I don't want that. Right. So when I, in 2000, gosh, 2016 is when I was really trying to figure this stuff out. And I had just finished my fourth whole 30, my fourth whole 30 and had a terrible pizza binge was like, okay, you know, I don't have to be so perfect with food. I can have some pizza. Um, and we ordered pizza and then it turned to, because I hadn't had pizza. I had been restricting pizza for so long. I ate half of an extra large pizza and then got donuts and cookies. And I remember eating this chocolate cake and eating it and being like, this is disgusting. Like, I don't even like this. Why am I eating this? And so I had a terrible like binge, but I wasn't like, hey, I'm going to run back to Whole30 or I'm going to run back to something restrictive again. I was like, you know what? Maybe being that restrictive with food isn't the solution to the, the pizza binge. Maybe being super restrictive and extreme with food and not ever being allowed to have this stuff and never practicing having it, maybe that's actually the cause for this binge, right? So I'm not going to run back to something that's just going to cause this binge again. I need to figure out a better relationship with food. I need to figure out a better system for eating, right? I don't want to have pizza binges. So coming back to the question, is moderation possible for anyone and everyone? It's like, yeah, it is. But you have to be the one that gets to that breaking point that you're like, I can no longer do this anymore. I don't want to be on a restrictive diet and I don't want to be out of control with food. I need to figure out a way for moderation to work with me. If you don't get to that point, it's not going to work for you because you're going to, you're just going to keep, you're going to keep eating out of control and then uh, pull the reins in and abstain from everything. And you're going to do the diet triangle over and over and over again. But like you, again, you have to get to that point 
where you're like, I no longer want to experience the pain of food and my stomach hurting and my heart racing from sugar. I don't want that anymore. And also I don't want to experience the pain of missing out on things or feeling afraid of, you know, going places and feeling really tense and nervous and anxious about ingredients. I don't want to experience either of those pains. The pleasure I want is to have a good relationship with food. I just want to feel normal around food. I want to be able to have some pizza without eating all of the pizza. So again, I've had so many episodes where I've talked about motivation. Motivation is not enthusiasm. Motivation is not excitement. Motivation is the two big, the pain, pain and pleasure the pain you want to get away from and the pleasure you'd like to experience. So is moderation possible for you? You got to get to that point where you're like, I don't want these pains anymore. And I want this pleasure. I want to have a balanced relationship with food. I want to just feel normal and feel at ease. So it's like, so that's the motivation. And then it's like, um, the plan, the easy, easy plan for moderation to work. Cause it's not, again, it's not just like, oh, I guess I'll just eat all of the pizza that I want. Um, you're, you're going to get really permissive and that permission is going to turn into neglect. And then you're going to go right back to this extreme. So moderation, I, I use imperfect eating and the five P's that is my super simple and easy system for self-care. It is an easy system for eating. I have plants. I have protein. I have a little bit of processed fun food, plenty of water and plate it. People will say, oh, it didn't work for me. And it's like, well, it didn't work for you or you didn't do it. You didn't implement it because there's a difference. Um, If you choose to implement it and do it, then yeah, it is going to work. But if you don't, choose to implement it and take action on it, then it's not going to work for you. It's the same thing. Like, um, I mean, walking plans or exercise plans. You can't say, oh, it didn't work for me. Hey, I was supposed to walk a mile every day. Oh, that plan didn't work for me. No, it's not that the plan didn't work. You didn't take action on the plan. You have to take action. You have to hit your motivating factors, decide you no longer want those pains in your life and take action. So you get to experience the pleasure. So coming back to the question, Is moderation possible for anyone and everyone? The answer is yes, it is possible for you, but you have to make the decision to make it possible for you. It's not just going to happen by chance. Like it's not just going to, oh, I'll, you know, somehow kind of figure out my relationship. No, (laughs) that's not how it works. I don't know. um, I don't know anything. You just leave it up to chance or you leave it up to hope um, that it, it'll work its way out. It, I, I don't know. That hasn't really worked for me in anything. Oh, it'll just, it'll just, I'll just figure it out. I'll just, I see this a lot with intuitive eating and it's a shame because I don't think that, um, I don't, I get that you don't need to be on an extreme diet. I I don't want that for you, but the way intuitive eating is portrayed in social media, I don't think that that was the author's intentions, just, just eating ice cream for every meal and just eating cake. That's not going to feel good. And that's not moderation. That's being very permissive with food. Moderation is, um, there is a system involved. There is, it's systematic. Yeah. (laughs) I, if you want to accomplish anything, you do have to be systematic about it you leave it up to chance, if you leave it up to hope, it's not going to happen. So 
Um, I'm going to have soon moderation made easy. I'm coming up with a new video series, making it easy for you. Check back very soon. The link will be up, but let's talk about um, making this life possible for you and making it something that you can do consistently. We're going to hear back from Christy. Let's hear from her. I think that people need to know that like when you sign up with Jacqueline, you're not going to be paying money for other diet plans or anything like that. I mean, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, I'm sure, on exercise programs, you know, special shakes and things. And I didn't realize the problem was, is they didn't show me how to handle life when it's imperfect. They didn't show me how to handle days that I come home late and I don't have my you know, perfectly portioned meal plan on the table. Um, They didn't show me how to handle um, the stress of being a mom and, you know, getting very little sleep. They didn't show me how to handle um, just when the shit hits the fan. (laughs) And, um, you know, you do. And, you know, you give people a very realistic and easy way to learn for the first time how to listen to their bodies, how to imperfectly eat, and how to do it in a way that they can continue to do it for the rest of their lives. And I keep telling you, I will shout from the rooftops that you are so, I'm you're so near and dear to my heart because <laughs> you have absolutely, I mean, changed my life as an understatement, my family's life, my life, but you know, the gift that you give people is worth a billion dollars, honestly. So <laughs> you're such a blessing. And, and I, I hope everybody Everybody hears this and everybody can give, you know, working with you a chance. It's just to change my life. And I'm so grateful. Amazing. This is a long-term solution. We're not looking for 30 days. We're not looking for 21 days. We're not looking for 30 days. We're looking for long-term, the rest of your life. How are you going to take care of yourself? How are you going to be the person who is just consistent? And you're not thinking about this anymore. It's just how you eat. It's just how you move. It is just how you live your life. Click the link in the show notes and schedule a call to work with me one-on-one so that we can create this plan for for you to get to where you want to be so that life is just easy. You are moving through life and enjoying the life that you're living. Click the link in the show notes to schedule a call now. I will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye.